Hello, everybody, and welcome to this gifted webinar. My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and my website is www.jillreneefeeler.com. And just for those of you that don't know me, that is spelled J I L L R E N E E F E E L E R.com. Lots of E's in there. Welcome. So the special topic today is hero worship and how to go from cult-like idolization of another to claiming your own sovereignty. This is a very exciting topic for me and I intend for it to have very empowering results for really all of us that are participating in this. All right, so let's get started. Let's take some nice deep breaths and I encourage you to close your eyes. It helps activate the inner sensory awareness system that's beyond our five human senses. So close our eyes, please. And let's take some nice deep breaths here. And I'll just say a brief invocation. We are calling upon the purest level of source creator God energy from within us that is unconditionally loving, all-powerful, all-knowing, and with grace and compassion desires to guide us and show us support in our human journeys. We are never alone, even though we may feel like it. Keep your eyes closed, please. Relax those shoulders again, pulling those shoulders right down away from your ears, making your neck nice and tall. In this reality, because we are coming out of the separation age, we often feel like we are grasping in the dark for something and someone that knows more than we do. Something that can help us feel alive and connected to the source energy, God, that we're yearning for. Nice deep breath. And sometimes we find something in the, the dark, if you will, the lack of light experience of this reality, and we hang on to it like with a death grip. And that's a lot of what we'll be talking about today. Okay. I'm going to ask you to open your eyes now and wiggle your toes and wiggle your fingers. And the reason we do this is to help you stay in the bodysuit. It's very important that we, <clears throat> as we are activating our divine energy to an expanded level, literally increasing our energy field filled with the light of God within us, that we stay connected to the body. There's a lot of dark age experiences related to astral projection and out-of-body experiences and things like that, and that's, that's not what I recommend and that's not what I offer here, okay? All right, so um, a couple kind of housekeeping items for those that are uh, my core audience here. You'll know, you're like, where is Jill today? We're actually, um, we're at our, we have a second home in the mountains in central Idaho. It's our vacation home, and I'm here <laughs> today. Um, and I was hoping to connect via Ethernet cable, and that didn't work. So it's been kind of a frenetic morning, actually. But the Wi-Fi, please, dear God, <laughs> let the Wi-Fi um, stay in tune with us and help us stay connected. But um, anyway, so I'm in the master bedroom of our second home. <laughs> and I'm really glad to be here with you today. So we just did the, the kind of opening ceremony, if you will, to help us stay connected to our heart-centered space, excuse me, our heart-centered space. And now we're going to talk a little bit about some current events that we have going on. Um, 
let's see, we have the six-week series called Living Your Life, Living Life as Your Higher Self, the core series, and that's starting coming up just next week on July 10th. We have an introductory call actually this week on July 2nd, and I would love for you to participate in that. Um, If you haven't done the core series before, it is absolutely game-changing. We've revamped it to a large degree just this, this past season, April through June. We just wrapped up with the Um, an updated, upgraded version of it. And that was a significant change for me to bring that core material from 10 weeks to six weeks. Um, But we did it. And I love that we're trying to streamline and synthesize things just to its core elements, yet not depriving any of us of the, the amazing core energy that's available in there. That core foundation is like a whole reset of beliefs and truths and energetic support systems and how we really connect ourselves in our humanness to our higher self energy. There are so many ways that we get out of sorts and get um, in positions of feeling like we're chasing our our tails in this lifetime. And that core series over the course of that six weeks, it's just... um, fundamental information that I really don't cover in that level, certainly in that level of detail, um, anywhere else in my material, which is why it's called the core series and why I offer it several times a year. So the July 10th series is coming up soon. What a wonderful way um, to, I feel, for you to spend six weeks with us. Um, it's an amazing group that's coming together. Some of my um, my good buddies from previous um, experiences are joining again as an alumni, and they affect the Q&A calls to a to a wonderful degree. Um, there was a, a particular participant, Paul, that um, some of you may know because you've heard the Q&A calls. Um, and Paul's joining us again for this Edna series this time, and I'm, I'm excited for him to join us. And I love it when alumni comes back and, and they get a significant discount to participate. And of course, I love the, the folks that have not heard the materials before joining us. So I invite you to check that out. It's on my website under store and then online classes. And the um, call tomorrow night, or uh, Thursday night on July 2nd, the free call is on the blog section under gifted webinars and videos. You'll see the the call, it's um, ready for your cosmic turbo boost or something to that effect. So check that out. Um, If you want to know more, that free introductory call on July 2nd is the perfect place to get that information. And it's it's totally okay if you can't attend live. This is a global tribe and everything that I do, we intentionally offer an archive as well because there's there's literally um, no way that I could pick one time that would be suited to all of us all across the globe. So archives are just as relevant, just as energetically um, empowering and activating for you and it is um, perfect. Okay, (laughs) very good. All right, so I am ready (laughs) to share another announcement. Um, Some of you already know about the Platinum Age Retreat that's coming up in September of 2015, and that's in the store under in-person events. But there's another event I don't have posted yet that I'm extremely excited about, Um, and I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about this one. So in February of 2015, I attended somebody else's retreat. That was the first time I had attended as an attendee to somebody else's retreat. And it was the Eisenman Brothers Rob Ross retreat. And I can't even like logically explain to you why I was so drawn to go, but they focus um, on authenticity and radical honesty and um, really getting more comfortable with the, with the, 
layers of our energy that we don't even want to face ourselves, let alone show with the world. And of course, that deprives us of some of our allocated energy in this lifetime when we when we do that. Whenever we're in a state of denial or um, kind of stuffing down portions of ourselves, our portions of our layers of our personality that we don't like and we don't know what to do with, um, it it literally like siphons off some of our core energy that's that we have available to us in this lifetime. So I got tremendous benefit out of that um, February retreat. It was it was it was not cheap by by my standards. I paid uh, I think three thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. Um, I just rounded it to four grand. Um, I paid about four grand for that for I think it was three nights: Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. And Sunday nights, it was four nights, um, and it was life changing. And investing in myself also was a, a big upgrade for me that I was taking myself seriously in this lifetime. So, um, I am particularly excited because as I was experiencing that retreat, and as I've gotten to know um, particularly Daniel Eisenman and his wife Diana, they actually came to my retreat in Cancun um, as participants and. I knew that there was something I wanted to do with both of them that would combine part of what I experienced at that Rob Ross retreat, the radical honesty, the authenticity, um, the getting comfortable with ourselves at, at all the nooks and crannies of, of our energy field, combined with uh, the divine perspective that I offer, helping you um, like a hand in a glove connect with your higher self energy, your soulfulness, your sourceness in this lifetime. And the way that they complement each other is amazing. And actually at that February retreat, it was interesting because um, one of their uh, good friends had had a private session with me. And he was at the retreat in February. He's um, just this amazing guy. And he, at some point in the in the uh, four days of the retreat, he said, he kept looking at me and he said, well, Jill, I feel like we have Michael Jordan in the room and we're not playing basketball. And I was very, I want to say sensitive to not um, in any way want to take over the retreat. And I was very, um, I want to say mindful and heartful and honoring about the fact that I was a participant here and I wasn't here to share my gifts per se. It wasn't my stage to share on. And when he said that, um, I was like, no, this cell, this isn't my retreat. This isn't, this isn't my, this isn't my thing. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm one of the participants here. And then, um, I can't remember, but all of, or one at least of the brothers said, yeah, go ahead, do it. So I did mini readings for everybody that was there. Um, and it, uh, it, it did offer so much to the energy and I feel so grateful and blessed that I got to share with, um, the amazing people that were there. So, I accepted the offer, the invitation there, and I took it, and I could see the the harmony and the complementary nature of what I do with what they were doing. So we won't have all the Rabras retreat at the event I'm about to announce, but we will have Daniel and his amazing wife, goddess Diana, um, and her own amazing connection, and myself. And we are going to offer you, I think we aligned with five days in Maui in November of 2015. So <laughs> I just feel like it's a dream coming true in a lot of ways that we're actually um, getting this booked. So I'm almost ready to put the, the link up for you to register. We only have 20 spots. It's going to be a very intimate experience and I expect it to be absolutely game changing for you. It's different than the September retreat, right? Because the September retreat is much more about 
um, you're, it's almost like, a, you know, kind of fanning the flames, if you will, of the divine energy, the, the Holy Spirit, literally, that's already within you, helping you nurture that, helping you further align your intellectual center with understanding what's going on and, and uh, techniques and tools for thriving as a, a light source energy in your humanness. That's what we do. And this is our third annual uh, Platinum Age retreat coming up. And I'm extremely excited about that. We've learned some things over the years about things that worked well. Um, and things that I wanted to change and we're all staying um, in townhomes right next to each other this time so hotel room is included we add another they're not <laughs> that was funny we added another <laughs> I almost did it again we added another night um, so we have I think it's Friday I think it's four nights now um, in the September 2015 event and I'm just excited about the intimacy that we're not scattering off to our own hotel rooms we'll have more time to just hang out and relax um, we'll have more time for activities and we'll have all the time we need in that extended um, event for truly getting absolutely soulful you guys, there's such a huge portion of us that really never feel like we fit in. Or for those like me, that we fit in in a very, you know, 3D, five sensory awareness human way, and we felt very successful in our lives. But then as we kind of turned on our, um, if you will, the, the more soulful side of our energy field, the, the higher sensory awareness system, it feels so unusual. Um, so whatever group you're in that you feel like you don't fit into this reality, it's so special and so valuable and so worth it to make time for yourself to um, get to an event like this to further activate you in any, in any way that you'll allow yourself to be activated, to have the camaraderie of others that I mean, it's almost like you feel like you finally fit in. Not only are we asking for you to bring all your amazingness to that, to the both of these events, we're expecting it. Um, so at the September events, we'll do, you know, fun things. We'll go paddle boarding. We'll go hiking. We'll hang out together. We'll have amazing meals prepared for us. Um, and it's just life-changing. I sometimes don't know all the different things that we're going to do be doing but for the first two years I've yet to be disappointed and it's um it's um it is investing in yourself both of these events are and I'm inviting you to take yourself seriously enough to invest in yourself in this way and just a little special note here for those that literally feel like you'll um, like you don't have the money to participate in these things. One is 3000 per person, um, depending on which room option you choose, if it's private room or not. And the other one is going to be 5000 a person, and that doesn't include airfare to get here. Um, there is a part of us in this reality that doesn't give ourselves enough credit to work with the financial resources available in this world in a healthy, harmonious, uplifting, empowering way. Um, there are many reasons that I set the value the way that I do on all the things that I offer. And my intention is for those that feel like they'll never be able to afford those things. I would just encourage you as a comrade to say, why the hell not? Why don't you deserve that lifestyle? Why don't you deserve that freedom? Why don't you deserve that autonomy and independence to be able to do what you want to do and to be able to go where you want to go? Why is that? Is that really something that you're consciously choosing? And are there other ways that you could work with the monetary system so that you have all the freedom, be able to demonstrate all the free will and make choices of your choosing? That's what I would love to hold space for you for. 
that in this lifetime you don't have to feel like you're left out, that you don't have to feel like you're on the sidelines, right? <sighs> okay, and I offer the gifted experience like we're doing right here. I'm, I'm charging you nothing. I love you so much, and I appreciate the fact that there are just challenges that we face in this lifetime. So I'll continue for now at least um, to offer the gifted resources here. There's also a plethora of them in archive for those that literally feel like they're not there yet. I, I hope that at some point you are though. Please don't give up on, on that possibility for you. Okay, and for those that are ready to sign up, those spots, <laughs> we don't have that many. <laughs> so this isn't one of those tour groups. Um, you know, when I did my Cancun trip in April, I had 18 people from around the world, and it was so awesome, the group that was there. And some of them were sharing with me the other trips that they've done, and it's like 100, like over 100 people going to Peru, um, and amazing spiritual leaders that were guiding those, and yet it's just a totally different experience when you have that many people. This is, I mean we really get to hang out to, with each other. And I, I love that part of it. I want you to see how, how real I am and how expanded I am at the same time that we really can do this. We really can make our interdimensionality perfectly tangible and real and authentic um, and loving in this reality. So it's, um, it's pretty cool. Alrighty, so we need to get launching here <laughs> into the special topic. Oh, okay, let me make sure I covered everything there. So the Maui trip, um, yeah, that will be on the store, uh, hopefully today, again, um, so jillreneefeeler.com store in-person events, and you'll see it right there. So yeah, uh, I'm so excited about that. And we do have a payment plan available for both of those options. So anyway, okay. So special topic, hero worship, how to go from cult-like idolization of another to claiming your own sovereignty. And we're going to be coming at this from multiple angles. Um, I'm going to be sharing from a deeper level of, of myself, my higher self energies. So I'm going to close my eyes right here and just I'm going to relax my shoulders. You may want to do this with me as I'm tapping into a level of knowing and wisdom and, and love and compassion and alchemy and encouragement that's beyond my, my physical humanness as Jill. I'm going deeper and then I'm going to bring it in up into my humanness and share it with you. And that tunes me, it tunes you, it tunes this entire physical reality of earth in the process. So it's, it's good for everybody. Okay. All right. So... Hmm. <sighs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> okay, it's like right there. Okay. Hmm. As we were speaking of in the activation there, there are many that felt like they were in a, a dark hallway or a dark room, literally grasping for anything tangible that they can hold on to that felt sturdy enough to um, help them access and anchor the light of God that they that they are part of in this reality. And there's some, I'm going to use the word wonky energy that can happen there. So let's start from the perspective of the participant slash student. Um, I like comrades more than I like the, the idea of you being a student. So I want you alongside me. I don't want you like sitting in a chair behind me or following me or something like that. I like you right next to me. Um, but as a participant in this separation age, whether you're involved in um, a spiritual experience or a consciousness raising effort, there are many times that we have a habit of putting another person on a pedestal. 
Some of us are more prone to this than another. Some of us have a habit of, it's almost like idolization, that we have somebody that it's almost like a hero worship sort of context of this this person can do nothing wrong. Um, they're just the perfect epitome of, of what you love about humanity or what even you uh, aspire to be in this world or envy even in another person that you wish, wish, wish you had what they had or are what they are. And that takes you out of your uh, divine, uh, I want to say serenity, and it, it it amplifies a lot of energy towards the other person. So whenever that is going on, the other person's energy um, profile, I want to say, in this reality starts to get kind of built up, pegged up. And the participants um, that are following that energy pattern of, of idoliz- idolizing another human, um, they actually start to go lower in their energy field. So it's a really interesting kind of teeter-totter effect, and we actually talk about some of this in the online classes to, in another way. So from the participant perspective, whenever we are idolizing another person, we're literally compromising our own energy fields. We are sacrificing the allocation Um, the ball of energy that we have available to us in this lifetime as our human, we are handing it over to another person that we feel is more worthy of it than ourselves. What we are saying almost in a conversation to ourselves is, they're better than we are, we'll never be as good as they are, or, or oh dear God, please help me be as, as perfect as we perceive them to be. And in the process, our energy field gets smaller. And it is like we're handing over some of our energy to that the other being that we're um, potentially idolizing. Okay, let's relax our shoulders. This might be uncomfortable for some of you. I'm still going to go here. I love you enough to, to go even where it's uncomfortable. Okay, relax your neck. Okay. <sighs> okay. So before we jump into another way to do it, let's let's carefully and consciously survey all the different roles being played, okay? So now let's look at things from the perspective of the one being idolized or worshipped. Um, there are a lot of different ways that those that are in a leadership or visionary role, those that have demonstrated, um, if you will, spiritual gifts, quote-unquote, that we get not well, as, as a prototype or archetype, there's, it's natural for that person to get puffed up by the whole scene of their lives. Um, the emails that are sent on a regular basis of how amazing they are and how special um, and how appreciative people are and how they wouldn't be where they are if it weren't for that person. Um, it doesn't even have to be egoic. Um, it can be very humble, and yet it's possible that that, that person that's on, that be, it's being placed on that pedestal starts to kind of absorb the energy of those that are idolizing them or, or looking up to them. I don't want to get too hung up on the words here, okay? But the person that's up in the higher rung of the, the, on the pedestal is amplifying its energy it's accepting the energy of the other person that's idolizing them. It's literally like um, a false expansion because it's a it's an artificial fluff in their energy field that is directly corded to those that are worshiping them, and it is extremely unhealthy for all involved. <sighs> it's really important that we share here that 
none of the parties involved on either side are necessarily doing anything intentionally or they may not even be consciously aware of of how either any of the roles that they're playing to keep this going um it doesn't have to be malicious or um uh you know twisted or damaging in any way it can just be very unconscious they may be very unaware of energetically what's happening here and that's why i'm doing the show to make all parties aware of what's going on here so i guess my um Hmm. I really do want to speak to my comrades that are fellow spiritual um, leaders and fellow spiritual teachers, my comrades in the, the scene of consciousness and spirituality right here. You don't have to do it that way anymore. There's a whole different profile and prototype available to us that was modeled actually by the other masters of light. And still, um, even, in, even in this separation age that we still have available to us, we're still idolizing Jesus versus viewing him as a comrade, as an amazing brother, a fellow member of the family of light that all life is. Uh, we do it with the Buddha. We do it with um, verse, various gurus within the Hindu tradition and faith. And it's um, unnecessary at this point, given where we are in uh, the timeline of ascension for humanity. And I just ask you to experiment with watching for the idolizing behavior of those that resonate with your work, your audience, your tribe, and that you make a space for them next to you versus in a row of seats that's below you. No one is below you. And when I see you as a comrade, a fellow spiritual leader in this movement, if you will, of, of human progression and human, human evolution, what I see most clearly is that what you really want is more comrades. You really want more of more of your audience to step into their divine divine authority, and not be so um, wowed and dazed and uh, starry eyed by your divine connection. I sense that what you really authentically desire is their own authentic divine restoration, and that would make them a comrade, not a follower. That would make them a brother or sister, not a student. You and I both know that they teach us and help us remember just as much as we help them remember. It is a cycle of of receiving and giving that we are at in this point of the game. So again, to my spiritual leader, comrades, and consciousness raising kind of visionaries, I ask you to notice how you respond when somebody is giving you praise. And whether you are taking that opportunity to invite them up next to you into that energy signature where you aren't depriving them at all of any of their energy profile for this reality, that you are very consciously aware. And I would say, um, I, I feel, and I'll be bold in saying this, I feel we have the responsibility um, as the one that apparently has a stronger connection at that time than that audience member, I feel like it's our responsibility, which is just responding to our abilities, to not just watch for it, but to be absolutely vigilant about it. Um, because we see things that sometimes those that are resonating with our work as our audience members, they don't see yet. So whenever we are seeing, even if they don't see for themselves, that they're trying to hand over their authority and their um, energy profile to us, that we're somehow more more capable of carrying that energy in this reality than they are. 
the first thing that I encourage us to do, which is what I do, and it works very well, is to hand it right back to them. So let's say you get an email or you're at an event and somebody has the microphone in the audience and they're speaking to you, just completely praising you, and you can feel them wanting to hand over their authority to you, almost in an ass-kissing kind of way. Like you're, and it's funny, we had a, a funny show when in my generation called Wayne's World, and the two characters would go, we're not worthy, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. And that does happen sometimes with, with our audiences. And whenever I see that, I just, the first thing I want to do is like lift them off of their knees and bring them up right next to me and give me a, give them a big hug and say, we're all worthy here. I have some things I've remembered that you may not have remembered. Yes, that's true. But you know what? You have things that you offer this reality that I can't offer. I need you right next to me. Humanity needs you right next to me as a comrade, not on your knees kissing my ass. That doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't serve me, and it doesn't serve you, and it doesn't serve this collective. And it isn't your purpose. If you, as their spiritual leader, or as their spiritual guide, can't do that, I don't know who else will. I really don't. Now, I'll warn you that some of them don't like it. Because <laughs> I've had some of my audience members that I know they have that profile in them that that's their pattern whenever they're working with anybody is to um, be the, the diligent student in the front of the class that's extremely um, respectful and polite and attentive and wants to raise their hand as often as they feel led. But they are not willing to stand next to you as a comrade. They don't feel worthy. And sometimes when you refuse to receive the energy of themselves that they're trying to hand over to you as somehow more authoritative or more worthy of, of their soul signature profile than, than themselves, the minute you hand it back to them and say, I, I, I refuse, I, I, I lovingly and honor, honor with honor decline your invitation to accept any of your energy profile in this reality because I love you too much. And even if I think more highly of you than you think of yourself, I will do everything I can to hold space for you to step into that sense of empowerment, even if you don't even want it. I, I refuse to take it from you. I refuse. Because I don't need it. I have everything that I need. I don't need more of your energy to make my work grow and expand, to reach new audiences, to help humanity in the way that I am led. I don't need a portion of your energy to do that. You need it. And you deserve it. And you are worthy of it. And sometimes if that audience member, if they're in a routine habit of finding someone to idolize and worship and be put on that pedestal. They may have many pedestaled individuals in their lifetime and their in their life pattern that people that they've idolized and almost worshipped in their humanness. <sighs> um, and they're just looking to put you on that too. Sometimes when you when you refuse and you say, No, 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 I'm not I'm not gonna play that role for you. I, I will not be that for you. I'm not I'm gonna do everything I can to not accept that position in your life because I don't feel like it's serving me and I, I know it's not serving you. When you do that, sometimes they'll leave. Sometimes they literally will walk away from your work because they are not ready to step into their divine authority. And that's a tough call, isn't it? Because are you going to be brave enough? Are you going to be confident enough to watch them walk out that door without chasing them down with any insecurities or egoic reactions that have you feeling like you need them in your audience because you need followers? Because that is bullshit and you know it is.
you don't need followers. We want comrades. And that takes a bold willingness to let someone that will only treat you as a guru to literally leave your tribe and to walk out and to find um, that sustenance um, somewhere else because that's the role that they've allocated to themselves. There is a part of me as Jill that knows that that's totally okay, that they, that they leave, leave your tribe, leave my tribe, leave the audience, leave your group, um, leave your Facebook group, whatever, and just say, you know what, I, I can't do this. She's asking too much of me. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. I, it's freaking me out. I just want to listen to everything you say, hang on every word, and, and not step into my own authority. I want to just get high with you. I don't want to get real with you. And when I noticed that that was happening in my audience, I was so pissed off. I don't want to be here just to help you get high. I appreciate the fact that there's something about my work that helps you feel like your home and helps you feel that cosmic, uh, I want to say radiance of your soulfulness that is not present in this reality in a, on, a, on a regular basis. So I love it that I can be that, that stop for you, but I don't want to be your drug dealer. I don't want to give you that fix that helps you stay right where you are. I don't. I will totally and honestly admit that. I love you far too much for that, for you just to get high and not get real. And I know it's hard. I know it's just like completely counterintuitive that our light can be made manifest in the physical realities of this earth. But you know who's our best model for that? The masters of light that I spoke of earlier, as an example, Jesus, Buddha, I would put Muhammad in there too. Yes, I would. Um, I would also put Gaia in that category. She radiates her divine light in nature. She's not trying to get high and not get real. Thank God, literally thank God that she doesn't. Because if she only got high and didn't get real, we wouldn't have a place to be here. This wouldn't be a residence for life, would it? I know you can do it. And I acknowledge I switched gears there, right? From the my comrades as spiritual leaders, right? To my comrades as as fellow representation of, of light and human form, which is all of us, all of us, whether you are a presenter or a receiver, whether you are playing the role of teacher in that moment or the role of student, because we flip-flop back and forth all the time. I absolutely love you. Now, another part of this message, let's relax our shoulders again here, is for those that support as like admins or tech support or any other sort of um, helping hand for those that are spiritual leaders or spiritual guides and facilitators and authors and coaches, whatever in the consciousness or spirituality kind of communities and arenas. Um, I want you to watch for how you may, I want to say, exacerbate that uh, cult-like kind of idolization um, of, uh, there's just, there's a lot of roles that go into creating a cult-like atmosphere, right? And sometimes the followers are, the followers, quote unquote, are playing a role. The leader to me is definitely playing a role and I actually hold them more accountable than anyone else. Um, and also the support staff is also playing a role. There's just to me something very wrong with, with perpetuating and even, I want to say, encouraging and inciting an environment of 
if you don't listen to our teacher, then then you're you're messed up. Like no one else has anything else to offer other than other than our leader. Um, they're like, take me to your leader. <laughs> it's just ugh, totally creeps me out, and the energy of it just completely creeps me out. Um, so <laughs> yes, I'm being extremely opinionated. I completely own that. It completely creeps me out as my soulfulness and as my humanness as Jill, which is very integrated in many ways. I just don't like it. I feel like it's it's not. I, to me, it's not ascension at all. It's 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 descension. Um, it's regression. It's not progression, and it's devolutionary, not evolutionary. It's keeping the these like slaves in like the slavish kind of mentality. Um, and there's so many signs to watch for you guys. Um, let's let's play with that. Um, yeah, let's go here. Uh, Archangel Gabriel is here, and he wants to chime in here. We covered the one of the important ones, which is the exclusivity um, contract, he's calling it. Um, I'm just going to use his words here. Whenever you are asked to sign an exclusivity contract, either um, tangibly or intangibly, that you will only honor, you will only love, you will only serve one spiritual master in this humanity, you know you are in a cult-like environment and you are being identified as a slave and servant to that master. An authentic master in this ascension cycle does not need slaves, does not want slaves, and will not um, tolerate any sort of slave-minded energy that their audience owes them that they must have all of their needs be met by their audience, that they take no personal responsibility for their own needs being met. Um, a childlike behavior, completely narcissistic. Um, you know, I have everything and you are nothing and you will serve me because I am much better equipped to serve humanity than you are. Um, so you can help humanity by helping me. Blah. Yuck, 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 yuck. It makes me actually nauseous just thinking about it. So watch for signs of that, right? Whenever that sort of um, experience is being, is being shared. The other way that you know is by how you're being asked to support that person, um, that leader, that in a cult-like following there is an intense... Uh, programming of you have to get more people in our group. We have to, we need more slaves. Do you know why? Because the leader is feeding off the energy of its tribe. That's that's so spooky to me and so real. Um, so they need more energy in the group, and they need intensely loyal, almost like non-thinking sorts of energy profiles that won't question anything. So when somebody asks a question. In a cult-like environment, there's also an intolerance for the question um, in a way that's demeaning or de dishonoring to that person. Um, a, a narcissist doesn't like to be questioned, and the reason they don't like to be questioned is because they lack the ability to be, have the self-awareness to see things from other angles. So they, they like shut down whenever there's another perspective offered. They just can't go there. They're so in their own um, uh, like faulty illusion of themselves as a guru 
that they can't accept and and will rationalize their their non-masterful sorts of behavior. They won't own it. They won't take responsibility for it. They'll uh, uh, place blame on everyone else around them other than themselves. Um, they'll make other people responsible for their feelings. Um, lots of passive-aggressive behavior. Um, it's just, um, it's completely unhealthy. That's the kind of extreme case. But there's also more mild cases of where you can just tell that someone as a spiritual leader or spiritual messenger even, um, or just leader or visionary of any kind, is it's almost like they want you to stay where you are. They want you to get better where you are, but they don't want you as competition. They don't want you as a comrade. As a comrade, And there's subtle and maybe even overt signs of that in their work, that they're not inviting you to be a comrade to them. They, they don't look at you that way. They're not expecting you uh, to show up in a grand way like they view themselves as grand. So they just view you as a lower level kind of of the, the totem pole here on earth. And for all of the people, beautiful people here that are listening to that, are you okay with that? Is that really how you see yourself? That even for myself, that there's things that just because I can do things that maybe you don't feel you have access to or don't feel like you brought with you into this lifetime, that that somehow makes me more worthy of your energy than you? that's so sad and if there's any of my normal my normal audience my normal comrades that are saying that have you not heard anything I've said over the years that I've been doing this when did you not hear me say that you are a fellow representation of God that is unique and special that I can't be you are a representation of source energy that I will never be I need you. We need you on this planet to be you, not a follower of another person, not a an ass ass licking, ass kissing, um, child of like a parental kind of figure that maybe you didn't have as a child in your lifetime. Your sovereignty resides within you, not in me, and not in any other teacher that you look up to. Your sovereignty is in yourself. And that was very interesting right there when they pointed out that this may have family-based dynamics. That for those that didn't have a a parent, that they felt that they didn't have a healthy um, childhood relationship with a parent, that they're looking to fulfill that need with another kind of surrogate parent. I don't want to be your parent. I don't. And I'm sorry if one of your parents didn't show up in the way that you wanted them to. But I'm serious when I tell you that none of that denies the purity and the authenticity and the amazingness of exactly who you are right now. And you won't know that the more that you continue to look to like someone like me or anyone else to fill in as the parental figure that knows more than you can help keep you safe and can help you be your best person. There is a totally different way of doing this where you are looking for support from a comrade sort of dynamic where we are peers and that there's, yes, things I've remembered and there are things that you have remembered and things that you embody and 
beautiful, amazing levels of soulful, divine sacredness that you have access to or that you're already demonstrating and living from that others don't have access to. You are literally one of a kind and I am one of a kind and I own my uniqueness. I own my one of a kind nature and I do so many things to help you support you in in identifying and living from that one of a kind God orientation that you have available to you in this lifetime. And it's not a paint-by-numbers experience. I hope you know that by now. It is a um, like a chef with a whole bunch of ingredients that could be assembled in a multitude, a probably infinite number of ways. And I will definitely make time for you while you make that make that masterpiece of you. While you try out different things, while you explore different ways of being yourself, while you experiment with what feels the most honoring and loving of you and of everyone around you. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Gabriel is asking me to um, hit home a little stronger with those that kind of help perpetuate and um, enable um, the idolization and the the cult-ish kind of environment. Um, Let's see what he wants to say here about that. Mm. <sighs> Don't look to. Hmm. Please consider that you have insight and discernment and awareness that the human you are supporting does not have. Pay attention and pause as you reflect on how you feel at a deep core level about how you are supporting that person. Are you amplifying their light at the expense of others' light or even your own light? Are they overtly or unconsciously asking you to dim your light for the glorification of theirs? Or are they also asking you to do their bidding to um, manhandle and manipulate and control and demean their audience to keep them in line, to keep them in, in place so that they don't leave, so that they stay exactly where they are? not ascending to their light energy range within them, within their humanness, possibly not even knowing that's possible. They may not even know that that's possible for all the humans on the planet. They didn't get the memo that this was the kind of ascension where everybody is their own guru and everybody experiences their mastery and everybody claims their own sovereignty and everybody restores to their fullest ability that they will allow themselves to know the gloriousness and the grandness of source creator within themselves and that that's the role that they can play as a leader, as a teacher, as a visionary even if they're not right now. choose consciously the roles that you want to play in this lifetime no matter what kind of 
role you're currently playing. Recognize the way that you are naturally a teacher just as much as you are naturally remembering things that you may have forgotten from being human and going into the the closing off experience of the veiling process when we're born into an age like we've been born into. And then we turn the lights back on from the inside out. And that's what I'm extremely passionate about, which is why I wanted to share this message with you to possibly help you remember the other ways that we can and are capable of being in this reality. That I love your sovereignty and I want you to know it and love it too. So for those that already have it, good job. I know it wasn't easy and I'm so proud of you. For those that don't have it yet, I will always believe in you. I will never give up on you. And I ask you to not give up on yourself, to not hand over your energy so easily, and to stop giving your energy away to anyone that's asking you for it or even not asking you for it, yet you readily give it over. Stop it, please. It's not serving them. They don't need it. It's not true that they need it. And do you really want to play that game anymore? I, I don't think you do. But I honor your decision either way. <laughs> I really do. <sighs> okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let me wipe my eyes here. <laughs> um, and we will do a meditation slash activation and then we will take some callers so for those that are on the phone live with us you may want to click star two to um get in the queue on the phone whether you're on skype or on the phone and um i will be right there just one second <sighs> okay <laughs> it's funny, um, Daniel and Diana Eisman are actually here with me and my daughters at, at our vacation property, and uh, along with another friend, Matt Stanley, and um, she made me tea prior to going on the air. Like I said, it was a kind of a crazy situation here beforehand. I was on the phone with Apple Support, and then um, uh, we just bought the vacation home about a month ago, and the, the AC wasn't working, so the, the H, HVAC guy was here, and she made me tea, and the yogi tea, the little message says, let your heart speak to others' hearts, and I, I hope I hope that that is what has happened and continues to happen here. <sighs> okay, so, all right, we're going to go over. We'd only planned on an hour, but we're going to go over because I want to make sure we have time for the Q&A part as well. So let's relax our shoulders here and just... Uh, Stretch your neck, make your spine nice and tall like a giraffe. <coughs> okay. And then close your eyes again, please. And let's take two nice deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. <sighs> okay. I invite you to open both hands, palms up towards the ceiling, fingers spread out almost like you're going to receive a platter. And you may wish to repeat these words with me. I am willing to receive the divine authority, the full sovereignty, and the inherent gloriousness of my God-based energies. 
They are entitled to only me. They are 100% mine. And I claim them right now, including the portions that I may have knowingly or unknowingly asked someone else to have on my behalf. I restore all of my divine soul signature in this now moment for myself. Because I am unique, I am valuable, I am one of a kind starlight energy connected inherently with the Supreme Creator, God. Even while I'm human. And so it is. And now take those two hands and put them right up to your chest, right up to your heart, almost like you're you're receiving you're receiving everything you you restored for yourself right into your right into your core right into your heart nice deep breath rotating those shoulders just a little bit just leave those hands right on your chest plate there okay and now i'm going to just help a little bit assimilate those divine energies that have been fully restored that you've restored um, all the way within your, your lower chakras, your upper chakras, within your entire energy field, helping them settle as you feel potentially home again, much more energetic, much more whole and complete, possibly a little confused and disoriented, and that's okay. <laughs> that would be That would be normal, depending on how much of your energy you've given away over the years. Okay. All right, and just make sure your posture is just amazing. Ears right aligned over your shoulder blades. Tummy tucked in, shoulders back and down. And eyes open now. Oh my goodness, look at you. (laughs) Now you have everything you need to work with, right? No wonder you felt like you were chasing your tail because you'd possibly siphoned off so much of your energy to someone else that didn't have authority over your energy anyway, yet you unknowingly gave it to them. So now you have everything you need even more so than you did before. So thumbs up, congratulations, good job. And just let this process <laughs> just kind of flow for you. Um, I, I love you too much to give your brain mental instructions about what just happened or how it will happen. This is a soulful experience, you guys. Your brain can't see it just like our visual our human eyes cannot see the invisible spectrum of light our human brains cannot begin to process the level of um, broader range of divine based energies that we've just been experiencing here for the past probably 57 minutes or so okay so don't ask it to (laughs) okay let a higher power the the higher power of god within you allow it you to guide you in this in this process allow your brain to ask all the questions it wants but 
Please do not allow the brain to hijack the experience by slamming on the brakes, demanding information like a like a border crossing, like you will not you will not cross cross into this divine territory until I have all my questions answered. Just pass that border guard to the side with your divine hand and just say, I'm sorry, excuse me, I have full authority to be here, even if you as my beautiful brain don't understand what's going on. Um, I don't want you to shut off your brain and I don't want you to disconnect your ego. You need those in this reality. Um, and I, as a, a fellow thinking, rational, intelligent person, understand that there's another way to do this. I've, I created it for myself and it works beautifully. That you allow the brain to ask all its questions, but you don't let it slow you down when you don't have the answers. And there will be far more instances when you don't have the answers than when you do. And you will begin to become comfortable and accustomed to that way of being. And just letting the divine synchronicity along with your brain as it can assist as a co-pilot, not the pilot, guide you and assist you in this journey. Okay, but let the divine energy be your primary and let your human energy field, your five sensory awareness system be backup support, sideline support, um, tangential support. Okay, tertiary support. I wanted to use that word for some reason. Okay, so that feels really, really good. <laughs> so let's go to the phone for those who are live with us and let me know if you have questions. Okay, Iowa City, Iowa. I see your hand up, so I'm going to come on over. Hi, this is Jill. I can, Ava. Good to hear your voice. I love, I love it when you call in. I do, for my for my regular audience, Ava's questions have been some of your favorites. So I'm on, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> That's okay. I'm clapping. <laughs> I feel you next to me, Ava, and I love, I love to know that you're here on the planet too, and I love it that you're right next to me, sister. I just, I have so much honor for you. Good. Hmm. Hey. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. I concur. <sighs> yep. Okay. Okay. So Archangel Gabriel is still here, and I'm going to ask you some questions that he's asking me to. Can you clarify at least two or three things that would be on that list of the things that you are completely, as Ava, just done with? I am done with. How would you characterize that? I want to. I want to. I want to feel what you're kind of saying. No more of that. Very good. Uh huh. That's a great one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
And your version of it, I would say, because your version of it is rock star quality all on its own, Ava. <laughs> yes, I love that you know that. Yes, you know that to be true. I love you. Yes, you do. Okay, I got it. What's the? Is there a third one that you can think of, or does that do, do those two feel complete to you, or big enough to cover the bases? Okay. Very good. Okay, so Archangel Gabriel is just coming over and he's he's so, the way that I experience his energy anyway is so bold and so strong and so like um, cutting, like it cuts to the chase. <laughs> he's coming over and he's like scooping you up, almost like um, like a big arm, kind of like your favorite uncle that would kind of lift you up when you were young, just kind of like, we're going to do this together. We're going to make this, let's make this easy breezy, but, and now he's setting you back down again and he's looking in your eyes and he's saying, Ava, this is going to require some work for you. Um, and he's pointing out that there, there is a timeline that you are a part of, Ava, in this reality that was, and I want to say is, because I don't want to say goodbye to it because I still love it. It is extremely supernatural. It is the version of reality here where literally we have money trees that we just plant, you know, and unicorns and amazing, you know, um, amazing divine representation of grace and ease in this lifetime. And we haven't accessed it. So what he's saying to you is that timeline is not gone. And yet it's not present yet. <laughs> um, can you feel that for a moment? Okay, good. So he's saying, I don't want you to forget about it. I don't want you to say that's never going to happen, but I want you to get very real about what you see working in this timeline for those that you do admire and respect. Not admire in an idolizing way, because we already covered that. That's not that's not your game, and I love that it's not your game. Um, but I, I mean, if if I'm an example of that, I work. I work hard. I do I do a lot of things that that I I wish I didn't have to do, but they allow me to do what I do. Um, so I'm willing to kind of pay the price of some effort and paying an admin and you know all these things to help me do what I do. I should be doing more that I don't want to should on myself, but I am shooting on myself because there's so many other things I want to be offering in this reality that I'll probably never be fully satisfied that I'm bringing in all the materials and all the resources that I know are in me to offer in this in this reality here uh, from me as Jill. So please accept the fact that you may be like that, that you may never be fully satisfied with how it's coming in. But Gabriel is also wanting to point out that there are some elements of grounded energy that would serve you very well, especially in the next six months. Um, are you feeling that so far or do you want more specifics from him? Okay. Tell me which part is like, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> and then we can go right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 
And when you said, we're talking earlier, you said you really want to work at, is it the body stuff? Is that what you said? Uh, okay. I totally agree. Yep. Yep. Right. Okay. Oh, Ava, this is so special that you're asking this personal question because I know of other clients that are very similar to this. They're very, um, there's a sensitivity, sensitivity and a fragility to their amazing soulful energies in this reality. And they do feel continuously kind of taken out of the game, not by their own choosing. Um, and it, it's, it's, it has to be frustrating because the moments where I've had it, because I only have it occasionally, um, I'm like, dang it, you know, it's, I feel like I'm on the bench. I'm like, damn it. Who took me out? <laughs> Coach, put me in again. <laughs> okay, um, so let's do something here. I want to see what, because um, I as human Jill don't want to just launch into an answer an answer without, um, yeah, I want to feel it deeper here. So just give me a moment, please. Hmm. <sighs> yes. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm going to talk about what they're showing me first because I'm seeing like this, um, like in a 1960s sci-fi movie where somebody had um, like a helmet on their head and these connection points like cords going from the head to other like devices and technology and those sorts of things. It's a, it, and Archangel Gabriel is calling it like a scrambler. There is a technology that, oh my gosh. Okay. There has been a technology that's been used in this reality throughout the dark age to literally interfere with extremely high frequencies such as yours and the others that feel taken out of the game. And I can't believe I didn't see it before and I don't want to cheapen the, the gratefulness I feel for seeing it now. The time, just like for this cultish kind of hero-like bullshit that we've been doing, this scrambler technology ha has got to cease. Um, so Gabriel is saying that there's still permission for those that desire to scramble um, frequencies in this reality. They still actually have permission to do so because the separation age protocol is still available and in place. But what needs to be restored is for those that are feeling scrambled, to use that word again, um, that that each of those that are in that, each of you that are in that experience, that you step up, given what we just did, and literally say, you know, hell no, <laughs> no more. Um, I realize I may have been playing that game, and obviously I wasn't aware that I was, you know, con it is that I was super consciously agreeing to it, but yeah, 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 I'm done. I'm done with that bullshit. I'm done. So I'm literally going to ask you to close your eyes 
relax your shoulders, feel your, I want to say your bigness, <laughs> feel the hugeness of the authority of the light of God that you are. And if you're pissed, that's good. <laughs> be as mad as hell if you want to be that this was ever taking place. That's part of the reason we're here in this reality is because some of the things that were happening here, we're just so done with. And our anger fuels us towards a loving outcome because underneath it is love. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to put your hands up just like you're removing like a like a motorcycle helmet or something. And just have your head your hands right alongside both sides of your head and just slowly or rapidly, I don't care how you do it, just lift it off. Oh my gosh, I can really feel that. And I want you to take that helmet and I want you to literally like throw it on the ground like you're going to throw a plate like at a Greek wedding. Just, just smash it. Smithereens all over the floor. And I just felt like a whole force of energy that loves to manipulate and control go, oh no! <laughs> it's almost like, um, Roger, the divine synchronicity group is offline. They're offline. <laughs> alert, alert. <laughs> so, too bad. <laughs> Slow-mo, too slow. Oh my gosh. Okay, relax those shoulders. And I'm just helping radiate that light and that sovereignty within you that you do have divine authority over yourself in this reality. Watch for discernment. Watch for patterning of anything where you had felt like something would take you out before. And please notice your other choices in this lifetime. That from this moment forward, you can actually be self-aware enough to say, you know, I, some, I feel something going slightly off and I think this would have been something that would have taken me out. And I notice that I'm not going to be taken out anymore. I'm going to stay right here in my divine authority that my energy field is only for my use and will only be used by me, by my conscious choosing, because I have amazing things to do in this lifetime. And so it is. How are you feeling? Uh, <sighs> yes, it was. <sighs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> of course it was today. Ava. Oh, I love you so much. When did we met like three years ago, right? Wasn't it that long ago? Yeah. Oh, stay in touch, sister. I love it when you call in. I absolutely love it when you call in because you do tend to do that. You you say something or ask something or offer something and it's so, it's such a perfect like, oh, like addition to the, to the whole creation of whatever the part that I did. You offer this whole other layer to it. That's just so awesome. And I just, I'm so grateful to you for everything that you are. Ugh. <sighs> 
Yeah. Oh, well said. Very well said. <sighs> I love you, Ava. And I hope to talk to you soon. Otherwise, we'll, I guess, probably see each other in dream time like we do sometimes. <laughs> I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that felt just perfect. Thank you <laughs> to all of our, all of our divine energies for letting that happen right there. Okay, let me go to the, the Q&A here. Okay, let's see what feels. There's a lot here, so I want to... Okay. Um, Pam from Wakefield in the UK is saying, are you familiar with Dr. David Hawkins' calibration scale, which is said to measure our vibration and says that anyone over the calibration of 700 is enlightened? Um, I am familiar with it. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I saw it probably around 2009 or 2010, and I can't even remember what, what I didn't resonate with it, uh, about it, but I don't like it. Um, yeah, I just, I don't like it. The one easiest reason that I can think of right now is it's totally linear. And maybe he doesn't describe it as linear. I've never read any of Dr. Hawkins' work. I know that many follow him and I, I appreciate him as a as a soul signature in this reality. And I, I, I sense he's done amazing things in this reality, but that calibration scale is in, in not something I resonate with. Okay. And here's kind of the, Gabriel's like, cut to the chase, Jill. Okay, good. Um, I, I know it is my truth and it is my experience that it doesn't matter where you are right now in this moment as of the second you can literally go to that 700 or a thousand because she's saying Jesus apparently was calibrated at a thousand Jesus wants nothing more for than for us to calibrate even higher at a higher soul frequency he's calling it than he did he wouldn't be offended at in the least by that he would be nothing but overjoyed. He would do nothing but celebrate. It would give so much more meaning to his life. That's why he was here. Okay? <laughs> so you can literally like leap into yourself, into that soulfulness, into those divine frequencies, into the broad range of frequencies, divine range that we've brought online now. You can just step into it. And the the really, I want to say the only thing, but I know it's if it's not the only, it's definitely the biggest thing, is your ability to believe it. It's, it's the wiring of that awesome brain of yours. So we need a system to almost like bypass the linear thinking of the brain to help us directly access that God essence that you are. And that's exactly how I did it. That's exactly what I teach in those, those six weeks of those classes. And everything else I offer supports that. You're just like stepping into it by stepping into yourself not outside of yourself like just allowing because <laughs> it's it's light from the inside out okay all right um let me see if the rest of this uh, i have met spiritual uh, going back to pam in the uk she's saying i have sorry my eyes are weird some right here then I don't have my reading glasses. I have met spiritual teachers who claim to have a calibration of 950. Of course they do. Apparently the human body can only hold a calibration of 1000 and Jesus calibrated at 1000. Jesus is saying, not true. <laughs> and we were, totally took the lid off of that one this time. Um, and now going back to Pam, she's saying this spiritual teacher also didn't like to be questioned and told people what they could and couldn't do. Now I ask you, does that sound like an enlightened person to you? No! 
<laughs> Use your discernment, please. Okay, so to repeat the statement, this spiritual teacher also didn't like to be questioned and told people what they couldn't couldn't do, but in really subtle ways. But there are people in the group who hero worship this person. But they also di- disagree with what she says, but don't say anything to her in case of being seen to be less spiritual or vibrating at a low vibration. I have felt very uncomfortable with this for a while, and you have now confirmed why I feel uncomfortable. Thank you so much for this kiss kiss. Oh, Pam. <laughs> kiss kiss right back at you. That was such a, for human Jill, that was a really helpful confirmation for me um, of why I did the show and that, that it was, that the fact that it reached you and helped you come to this um, confirmation for yourself of what you were already um, discerning within yourself. Good job on that, by the way, um, makes me so happy. So thank you so much. And I'm sorry if I came across as judgy about Dr. Hawkins. Um, I just, I really don't like anything that limits us. So even when I hear someone say, well, the human body can only hold a calibration of 1000, I'm saying, bullshit because <laughs> we're a part of a group that said no 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 we're not going to have any cap no no criteria, no limit no upper um ceiling of how far we can go this time we broke and are breaking all the rules in that regard and loving it as we do it okay Stephanie from Seattle. Hello, Stephanie, and give Cora a big hug for me, please. She's saying, Jill, lots of hugs to you today. While listening to you, I am listening to myself and believing in my own intuition more than I ever have before. It is a wonderful feeling. Oh, Stephanie. (sighs) Deep bow to you, sister. So glad to hear that. Okay, Kathy is saying, perhaps as these energies are morphing, I imagine that a teacher, quote unquote, is losing its sense of power. Oh, yeah, I agree. In the old way of thought and appearances, perhaps we are all students and shoulder to shoulder in our fullest uncovering. I have challenged many a past teacher when I called bullshit commentary and have felt the passive aggressive energies as a result. It's okay. It was and is more important to speak truth in those circumstances. The support of a peer is magical and sacred. To be shown that you aren't part of the chosen inner circle is also magical and sacred. You step into yourself as a result. Lead your oh, I like that. I've got god, god bumps on that, Kathy. I think I think if I if I hear what you're saying correctly, she's saying that sometimes an experience of being left out of an a, some a supposed sacred inner circle is exactly the impetus to help you realize that you're your own inner sacred circle. You don't need another human family to do that. You can be that among yourself. And that's exactly what, again, those Masters of Light demonstrated for they for us, didn't they? Okay. Okay, so to go back to Kathy's here. Um, da, da, da. Okay, the support. Okay, I already got that part. You step into yourself as a result. Lead your own way rather than following. It reminds me of an old sales example in which a series of dogs are walking one behind the other. If you ain't lead dog, the view never changes. And that is true. You will only see what someone else is seeing. I would rather be the loving awareness of the vastness of which I was created, in which I was created. Open to the exchange, not the dictation. I am in a loud environment, can't call, and loving that you jumped into the subject. Big love, 
bigger hugs as the shit hits the fan and now realization takes place. LOL. And there's a kissy smiley face, a heart and a kiss and a hug. And Kathy, I'm just giving you all of that right back to you. I just have, I love what you wrote here. I have so much honor for you. And I just, I love what you added to this experience. Thank you so much, Kathy. You're awesome. Okay, John from Kitchener. Hey, brother, I love you. He's saying, hi, Jill, you were a sister in 2012 when I first heard you. We have both expanded so widely. So much karmic debris is being shed each moment of my life. I have turned a big corner lately, and I am looking forward to meeting you in Maui or France in 2016. I hear Mary Magdalene is calling. My heart is opening to your gifts. You encourage me so much. Costa Rica worship is over. I am free and been reborn again. I am bringing heaven to earth, a whole new game board. You showed me access to my higher self. Thank you. <sighs> okay, I love that. I just need to check one thing before I read a couple of these other questions. I need to make sure that since we're going over that I have enough time and that I don't get cut off. Yep, we're good. Okay, great. Okay. Okay, a couple more comments here, and then I think we'll wrap up. Um, Pia, hello, Pia. I love you, sister. Pia has been, Pia's from Estonia, Estonia, and she's been to both of my first, the first two Platinum Age retreats, um, and she was close to coming to Cancun, but it didn't quite work out, so... Okay, she's saying, hey, Jill, and thank you for being so brutally honest. Loved it. How would you put healers in this context? A healer that helps as a comrade, like energy field engineer. I love that, by the way. And where goes the line here between being dependent from the healer versus asking for help, appreciating it with self-love and worth and dignity, and seeing it as a partnership, as a support? Thank you again, Pia. Oh, Pia, that's a great question. Um, I've uh, kind of had this own uh, my own uh, questioning self self questioning about this there there are some healers that I know that are amazing and yet they do enable this sort of uh, codependency kind of relationship like without me you're really going to get messed up and you really need me um, and for me that just feels possibly subtle to some but to me it's very vibrationally different than when someone says hey if you if you need another tune-up Jill then I'm here for you but whenever somebody says you need me I'm just kind of like <laughs> creepy creepy vibe going off um, so even if they say it like you're really better off working with me on a regular basis or something like that is I feel like as long as I maintain my decision authority in that relationship and I am booking um, an energy session when I want to book then it doesn't feel as um, about five minutes do you, okay uh, that was my younger daughter Georgia checking on how long so she knows I'm over oh here comes Samson thanks Gigi um, so that as long as you still maintain your authority that even if somebody else is trying to I want to say overly coach you and tell you what you need which I don't tend to like um, as long as you're maintaining your own authority the relationship can still be functional and and healthy for both of you but it may also feel good to say to that person you know what i really like your heal your healing abilities and i like the way you help me be me but there's some things about the way you do it that i don't like and that i'm not comfortable with and is there any way that we can maybe adjust that because i want to continue working with you and you may offer that person an amazing gift by giving them that insight okay so consider that 
All right, Janine from New Zealand. Hello, Janine. She's saying thank you so much, Jill. Logged on late, but what I heard was so relevant and timely for me, especially the scrambler conversation with Ava. I look forward to listening to the replay. Thank you, comrade. Uh, you're so welcome, Janine. So good to hear from you today. Okay. Oh, we, oh we've got more here. Okay. Uh, Elise from Seattle, she says, this feels so amazing, like I'm getting my life back. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Jill. I am oozing gratitude. Kiss hug, kiss hug. Oh, I'm so happy to hear it, Elise. Um, you know, I just got to say that there sometimes I, I it's really the one of the reasons I was hesitant to do this topic because my team has been kind of mentioning it to me for years now. I wanted to make sure I was doing it in a place that was honoring of my fellow spiritual um, messengers slash teachers slash leaders and visionaries. Um, because I've, the ones, some of the ones that I see it, I think they actually do know what they're doing, but there's actually a much larger group that I don't think they know what they're doing. I don't feel they're aware that they're sucking energy away from their audience. So that's why I wanted to come at it from multiple angles, because I know that there are spiritual leaders uh, that, that follow. I, oh, I just said follow. XX, I don't like that word. That, uh, well, it is kind of like follow. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. Gabriel's like, wait a minute, don't, don't apologize there. Um, that resonate with my work and literally are subscribers um, to my work and listen to it, even if they don't interact with me. And some of them are my clients, so. Okay, great. Thank you, Elise. Okay, Melissa is saying, and she's from Pennsylvania, I can completely resonate with Ava's condition. And having come out of this my own self, a much, much more empowered being, I can see from the other side on this, number one, this really is not a question, but a comment, to address that I am with you. We all have the power to reclaim our rights to sovereignty. Some of the strongest energy workers among us are heavily targeted in this manner. Stay ever vigilant and confident that you have the power to to at you have the power to at each moment to say yes or say no to this energy siphoning ah, yes psychic vampirism comes in many forms but it is you who has the power to reclaim your own health and level of energy in each and every moment stay conscious of how you feel at each moment and honor what it has to teach you but if it does not feel divinely empowering step on out you can do it always in love melissa from lemoyne pennsylvania Oh, sister. I want to say, sing it, sister. <laughs> Melissa, you are such a such a goddess warrior. I love your energy. Oh my gosh. It's, thank you for exactly what you offered. And it doesn't have to be a question. I honor you and I love what you shared there. Thank you. Bridget, my dear sister Bridget from Haley, who's also been at my first two Platinum Major retreats, and I love you, Bridget. She offered a lot to both experiences. Um, Bridget from Haley, Idaho, is saying, Jill and Ava, thank you both so much for the activation and removal of the helmet. I just had tears of remembrance, relief, and joy pouring down my face. So much resonance there. So much resonance there. Love you so much. Kiss hug. Kiss hug, Bridget. Ah, divine goddess Bridget. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, it's almost like I'm, there's a part of me that's even more related that just because I know you so personally and you're in your human and in your soul self that, that you, that you got that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. I love you guys so much. Okay, I'm going to call it a wrap because it is exactly 
we were exactly at 90 minutes from from my calculations and we're a half an hour over and I'm okay with that and I love you guys so much um there's so many other resources that we offer and I know that some of you know that some of you don't some of you really only do the gifted stuff some of you really only do the gift uh, the Facebook posts which I which I do dedicate a good amount of energy to because I I love to share in that way and I'm led to share in that way there's a whole other realm (laughs) of what I offer that's even deeper and yummier and more activating and in this last round of this um the Living Life as Your Higher Self series, I had several people that had been um, part of my, you know, audience and comrades for years, and then decided to join um, the series for the first time. And then it, it, there was a part of me that's like, oh, are they going to get anything? You know, I want to make sure they get something out of this, uh, given that they already have been a comrade, are they going to what are they going to get new out of it? And I, I, I was just told to trust and they were like blown away and the feedback I've been getting from those um, from those individuals in particular has just been so affirming and confirming for me that 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 series is just an amazing standalone <clears throat> literally cosmic turbo boost and then I heard from another um, cl- client that does a lot of my private sessions um, he's joining the series that's coming up starting July 10th and I'm so elated that that he's joining so we have yeah, a nice collection of alumni and, and new folks. And I would love to share it with you as well. We do offer a payment plan for those that are not um, in the flow of financial abundance in your life right now. I hope you are soon for your own sense of sovereignty and free will and just the, being able to do what you want to do if you want to get on a plane and join us in Hawaii and all of those things. I want you to feel that. I want you to claim that right for yourself in this lifetime. Okay. All right, so we also have the free introductory call, which will have a gifted meditation activation and some important information there, but it is an introductory call to the series, and that is um, this Thursday, July 2nd, okay? So you can find um, that, like, where to access it and so forth. Let me... Okay, yeah, I'll have my admin help with getting it on the video thing, but or putting a link there, but it's basically www.jill reneefeeler.com so j-i-l-l-r-e-n-e-e f as in frank e-e-l-e-r.com and go to store oh wait sorry for the free class for the introductory class on thursday i apologize it's under blog gifted webinars and videos and then look for it's like ready for your cosmic turbo boost and it's a call on july 2nd and it will still be on that page when it's an archive after july 2nd but obviously we launched july 11th so you'll if you want to join us this time you want to do it then okay if you're not sure and want to hear from other um people that participated just go into about on the same website and then testimonials and there's just oodles of of um Amazing individuals, probably a lot like you, that have been deeply supported by various facets of my work, and it's such an honor, such an honor to be standing alongside you in this journey. Okay? I love you so much. Okay, with love and blessings and a huge invitation to join me on any of those trips, just because I love to meet you and I love to hang out with you and I love to share with you and I love to see all the expansion that you're capable of and any role that I can play in that is just a, a true blessing that I feel in my life as Jill. Okay, all right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>